This is Invisibilia. I'm Elise Spiegel. We are finishing up reporting on season four of our show coming your way in March 2018. But in the meantime, we had this idea where we would try to do these little stories where we catch up with some of the people that we've met in past seasons. And today we have a catch up with Max Hawkins, a man from California who woke up one morning feeling like his beautiful life was kind of a prison. I just started thinking about these loops that we get into and about habits and about how the the structure of your life completely determines what happens in it. So Max decided to invent a way out of his bubble. Max worked at Google, so he approached this problem as many Google engineers would. He built an app. What it did was scan Facebook and select at random events Max could attend. The app sent him to networking events for young Russian professionals and dive bars and insurance conferences in every other kind of ridiculous and extraordinary, beautiful and horrible human activity in between. In other words, Max did break out of his bubble. And after we told his story, it turned out there was actually an incredible appetite for bubble hopping. Max says he was inundated with people who said they wanted to sample a world that was totally different from the one that they lived in. People contacted me about doing a book, some talk about like a scripted drama And then just like an amazing outpouring of people that just wanted to talk about it. Max is actually pretty close to bringing his app to market. But in the meantime, he started a Facebook group to help anyone, anywhere, get matched with a random event in their location. But even though he was helping others push into new spaces, he says his personal bubble hopping still involved situations that were really emotionally unsettling. I would end up a place that I feel like I'm not totally comfortable here. And I would start to interrogate, why is that? So what happens when the app sends you to a place that you find completely repugnant? A place that you feel makes you choose between having an open mind or a moral backbone? We asked Invisibilia producer Abby Wendell to check in on Max and some of the other people he inspired to break bubbles. One time it sent me to a fighting match at a strip club. When I walked in the door, I turned around and left. Like right away? Yeah. And I was like, like, this is not in line with my identity. But that's the whole point of what you've created, right? Exactly. But that doesn't make me any more brave. Hmm. That's what I loved about the situation was that I found this thing in myself, these two ideas that didn't fit together. What are the two ideas that don't fit together? That I can rationally say, uh, this is no different from other spaces that mix sexuality and profit, that people that are in these spaces are there because they want to be, and um, I can get on board with that. And then this less rational, more emotional feeling of, like, that's not okay, that's not for me. Like the person who goes to a strip club is somehow immoral. I think that's the implicit idea. Mm Mm-hmm. And so what caused you to go back inside? Well, um, I I never let the computer down, so I didn't want to, like, start then. (laughs) And and I'm glad that I did, because it was was really different than I expected. I thought that I was going to get into a situation where I, like, overstepped some moral boundary that I had. I did something that I felt was wrong and wasn't able to go back. That was just sort of an emotional reaction. I didn't really think that through. 
but I ended up just having like this great conversation with one of the strippers there. Her name was Tip. And she was telling me about her career. She was a traveling performer, went to all these different places, how she thought about dancing as her art form. And did you feel differently when you left? I did, in an intangible way. I mean, I, it's still not a place where I'm going to go regularly, but I feel like I resolved that conflict. So basically, when faced with moral repugnance, Max chose to question that feeling of disgust. Because for him, that was the more moral thing to do. I think he feels like turning towards people is better than rejecting them. And trying to understand where they're coming from is morally superior to judgment. But a member of Max's Facebook group, she got sent to a similar event and had a very different reaction. It was midget wrestling at a local strip club. Wow. This is Pennsylvania grad student Erin McLaughlin Griffin. Midget wrestling strip club. Like, one, midget. I mean, is that even okay? (laughs) It's like the trifecta of exploitation. And I have to go to it. And I have to pay money to get in. But Erin had just finished her master's in positive psychology, which is an academic discipline she feels is devoted to open-mindedness. So in that spirit, she put on jeans, a t-shirt, and invited a friend to come along. We'll find out what happens next after the break. Support for this NPR podcast and the following message come from GoToMeeting, a collaboration platform for the modern workforce. Businesses across the globe count on GoToMeeting for simple, reliable online meetings anywhere from any device. With nearly 60 million frictionless meetings supported each year, GoToMeeting is where real work gets done. Learn more at gotomeeting.com. It's Elise Spiegel, and before we get back to the bonus episode, I just want to talk to you for a second about surprises, like the time I surprised Lulu with a snake in the studio to help her confront her fear of snakes. Oh, my God. In our next season, you're going to hear all kinds of surprising things, like we are having my co-host, the lovely Hannah Rosen, jump out of a plane. I'm trying to get excited. How many minutes do I have? so that she can learn how to get a new view of grief and loss. We have many surprises for you, but we can't bring you surprises unless we have your support. So please help us by supporting your local public radio station. Go to donate.mtr.org slash Invisibilia and then share your favorite Invisibilia moment with the hashtag WhyPublicRadio. When we left off, Erin and a friend of hers were heading to an event at a strip club in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, an event that was billed as a midget wrestling match. When they arrived, Erin says it was the ordinary stuff that really stood out to her. It was dark, carpeted, there were high tables, and a staffer who greeted them when they paid their cover. He was nice, and when we walked in, he said, hi, how are you doing, how's your night? Sure, there was the wrestling ring at the front of the bar, and bunches of naked women walking around. But Erin says she actually grew pretty accustomed to that. I was sort of astounded by that. You know, it's like you get used to the nakedness in a couple minutes, and then it's just something that's there. Then 
an MC took to the stage. Remarkably, in a moment I will truly never forget, he asked people to rise for the national anthem. Everybody stood up, everyone. The music was cut off. These half, you know, half naked, whole naked women in front of me stand up, cover their bare breasts with their hands. The men take their hats off and everybody stands at complete solemn attention and sings the national anthem. It was just surreal. And then the first fight, or whatever it is, first match, got started. You know, I mean, it, to say it was wrestling, even in, even in the WWE terms, is, is a bit of a stretch. It was carnival performance at its, at its worst. It's all bad acting, like, you know, coming off the ropes and pretending to get hit. And the crowd loved it. I mean, people taking videos, you know, on their phone. And I'm thinking, who are they showing this to? Like, <laughs> where is this going? And then at one point, the guy, when the man was wrestling the woman, he got a broomstick and then pretended to sodomize her. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> just finished. I think that by design or by luck, this whole thing that Max set out to do, it, I, the, I was it in every way. Obviously, Max's goal hadn't been to make you so disgusted that you turn heel and run back to your own bubble. But forcing you to confront your own beliefs, that was definitely something he intended. And that's exactly what happened to Aaron. Um, you know, I, I talk a lot about taking the generous view of other people. And yet I found myself really struggling to do that when I was faced with a situation that made me really uncomfortable. Um, because you were so sort of turned off by it, can you relate to them in any way at all? Uh, <laughs> um... I, I hope not. I, it's hard to talk about, you know, honestly, without sounding like my values are, are better. But at some point, is there a right and a wrong? You have to acknowledge the fact, or we all have to acknowledge the fact that sometimes standing up does mean closing off. Which of these responses is more moral, Max or Aaron? Closing off in order to stand up for your belief that some things are just too wrong to allow? Or turning on your own disgust, questioning it, and choosing to open yourself to the person at the other end? Which path moves us forward? That's producer Abby Wendell. Max's app called The Third Party is coming in January to Google Play and iTunes. In the meantime, you can sign up for notifications of random events in your area at Max's website, findrandomevents.com. While you're waiting for season four, you can still listen back through our first three seasons available on NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts. And now for our moment of non-zen, we have a moment of non-zen. We do? I'm getting a random tattoo. So you're just going to, like, walk into a tattoo shop and then... Yeah, I have a program that uses Google image search. So it might search for, like, sandwich, and then it will find a drawing of a sandwich. 
and that'll go on some part of my body. Are there limitations at all to the tattoo? I haven't decided yet. Like, <laughs> like I don't think I want a random face tattoo. Right. But um, I'm working that out right now. <laughs> oh, that's a very poor idea. <laughs> <laughs> my co-host is Hannah Rosen. I'm Elise Spiegel. 